13 Divorce Devil episode 60. 60. Oh. Wait, how old are you? Next one, we're going to have a celebration. Uh, so we're going to award you. Award me. Award you. Award you. So our topic today is... Do you like a belt? I love our conversations before you hit the record button. <laughs> if people only know. Record button, if don't people even know. only knew. I know. Um, Ring my bell by the award. Um, Divorce Devil episode 60, don't listen to the haters. And sometimes the advice you get isn't the advice you need. Or the advice you took. took and then it was like, mm-hmm. but But also, especially listen to people who have been divorced. Yeah. They gave you some of the worst advice some of the worst advice I got was people who were in chaos of their own marriage maybe trying to fix it not sure if they wanted to fix it figuring it out and then they would just give me like what the shit they were going through and I'm like that's not gonna work for me I had a friend a friend whose wife hung around a bunch of divorced men toward the end of their marriage oh. and, and that's how the marriage kind of went to shit Oh, yeah. Misery loves company. Yeah, they got in her head. Yeah. And, and now they are no more. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, he may have had a tiny flaw that she dealt with because she oh, loved man. him. Yep. And then they turned it into, like, well, he shouldn't do that. And he, yep. There was a lot of negative speak in my head when I was going through that, especially from married women, which was weird because they're like, well, if you're going to get out, get out. Like, don't play games. And I'm like, well, you're married. so uh, And you're not happy. But you're not happy. And you're... Are you living vicariously through me because I'm like separated and like don't know which way to go and like weighing all my options? Or are you mad at yourself because you're not listening to your own shit? Or you don't have the balls to pull the trigger. Yeah. And uh, I think podcast is getting good. I almost feel like too having the balls to pull the trigger doesn't just necessarily mean like get divorced have that conversation with the person that you are married to saying hey i don't know why we aren't working maybe it's me maybe it's you maybe it's both of us and if we can communicate as we always say too like we don't want to just help divorce people we want to help people in relationships that are rocky in relationships that you know something that we say or something that we've heard can help you fix your marriage stay in that shit because it is so tough and especially, you know, I can only go from the standpoint of I have children and we are going through a divorce. Like we went through a divorce. We are out on the other side of the divorce and still living through that divorce. So do you think it's tougher to stay married or tough, tougher to get divorced? Hmm. I, I think my biggest issue was it was tough to be unhappy because I'm such a happy person yeah. and I didn't have happy anymore. And my idea of happy was like, you know shit's going to happen. I just had this conversation with my son. Shit's going to happen. You're going to make a mistake. People are going to do something. You're going to leave the garage door open and a bear gets in the, in the trash. Now everybody's pissed off because we have to clean up trash. And then now we have a bear coming to our house because that actually happened in my own house. Instead of saying we need, that's just a, an example. Don't hit your head. Relax. Yeah. Um, just an example, like shit happens daily in your life and how you deal with it really defines who you are and the growth that you've, gone through in any situation so like my son left a towel on our stove burner today while he was making mac and cheese and it started burning thankfully it didn't go on the flames because it just melted onto the range top but i had to be like hey dude like think look at your surroundings when you put something hot in the stove and just because it's that glass top thing with you know whatever and it melted hot and you know you don't yeah it's not one of those things you first think of Mm -hmm. you know always 
look around you and see what's happening and how you can prevent like <laughs> did you just like no no blow no, job not. that no, thing no I, I did not no. you did but my lips are pristine what Go the ahead. hell kind of thing was that you just pull, he just pulled out this little thing out of a healing elements balm pulled the lid off and stuck that thing down his throat and go I don't I mean, think I stuck it down my throat. No, I'm I think pretty I put sure. it on my lips. I'm pretty sure that was full. Anyway, back to the towel on the full bomb uh, on the range. <laughs> full, so full. like so oh, so the to the what was I saying? Oh, because things the, are going to happen. Things are going to happen, and how you work through them or how you react to a situation. Like I didn't get mad. I was just like, dude, that's hot. It's melting. It's a dollar store like hand towel, um, and just melted the thing. Now we have something to clean up. Got it. Thankfully, we didn't have a fire, but now there's more steps because we weren't observant of the things that surrounding us. He was getting mad because I was like saying, I'm not mad, but this is a lesson that you need to learn. Like you put something hot on the stove and something else is around it. It may catch fire. He wants to be mad and be done with it. He's just like, I can't believe I'm so stupid. I'm like, I didn't say you were stupid. I'm just saying this is a, a lesson from a mistake. So now next time when you have the same situation, because you're going to cook macaroni and cheese again, we make sure there's no towel on the stove. And that's the same thing with most things in life. Shit's going to happen. It's going to happen in a different form. You know, like, you know, I'm the biggest klutz ever. It always takes me three extra steps for something because I've knocked something over and because I am not aware of my surroundings when I'm doing something. So then I get angry with myself going like, why can't I just, you know, why can't it just be one step when it's three steps? And that's on me. So what kind of advice can you give to people that are taking advice from others? Oh man, I like that. Well, seriously, you have to, you have to know where you stand at that moment. So like, if I, I, the advice I was given a lot of times was like, you need to work it out. Why are you, why are you so quick to divorce? I'm like, we have been separated for a year and living a life that's not really the life that we both want. We both want to be happy. We both want to love each other. And it wasn't happening. And there was a lot of things that kept piling on, which was like that weight, that proverbial weight. And then at some point I was like, I can't, I can't carry anymore. I can't do it anymore. So when I made that decision, I had already weighed out a million options. It wasn't like it's just like, oh, you know what? On Thursday, I think we're going to divorce. On Saturday, I'm going to date. On Sunday, I'm going to get remarried. That's not how it works. It's, mm. you know, a lot of people were like, oh, you're quick to judge. I'm, no, you don't live in my shoes. And that facade for the last year that you've been going, it was a sadness. It was a, I realize what's happening. It's a, I know this is ending. People would give you advice to hear themselves speak. And a lot of times you had to weed through the speak and see where their heart was. I, I think taking um, advice is kind of like going to a convention. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to a convention, you go to a nursing convention. So mm-hmm. they have all these classes. Yeah, yeah. So you pick what class you think you're going to like, mm-hmm. but you go into that class and you sit there for two and a half hours, whatever, but you don't, you take what you need from that class. Yeah. You don't take everything they say. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, well, that's what it is. And the- so getting divorced is like a, is like a convention. Yeah. And you know, you got the keynote speaker. That's that you, that's yeah. your, this is your life. You're the one that's on stage, right? So whatever you are going through, whatever made you go through the divorce, whether someone else pulled the plug, someone you have been contemplating it, you know, infidelities, financials, other people like families, all the stuff that can hinder a marriage between two people, because technically, yes, marriage is between two people, but it really is about 
a lot of surrounding. Yeah. And so whatever led you to that, you have to be confident that this decision right now is best for you. And I don't think I knew that until like a year in where like, oh, wait, I'm the star of this show. I get to decide also because uh, my spouse doesn't get to make all the decisions. And it comes back to that worth thing. Like, do you know your value? And it's not monetary. It's what do you bring to the table? I mean, our guest last week was even saying like, where do I fit into the scheme of this new reality? And so a lot of people, when they give you advice, they I, I generally think people want to help you. But they don't know how. But they may not know what to say. And again, with grief, like when I lost my son, I remember like older generation aunties saying like, it's a blessing. It was it, it was meant to be. I heard like she was happy my kid died. Yeah. That's not what she meant. But at that moment in my grief, I heard her saying, it was better that he died than was born. And I was just like, and you know me, I have yeah. a huge filter. I was like, what? Huh? Yeah. You know, so, and again, like divorce is a grief and you go through all the stages. And, you know, I think advice at different stages even can be heard differently. Differently, yeah. So well, what about the people that that are divorced or people that are going through a divorce and they get advice from people that are just fresh out of a divorce? Don't listen. <laughs> especially for okay because i can only speak for the the lady side a lot of my friends who were maybe even a month two months six months a year out of it were like you need to get laid (laughs) and i was like i need to get what (laughs) like that's that's gonna fix it all yeah that's gonna fix new dick is gonna help i'm like Can I just get a vibrator? I mean, different speeds, different NDS you know. new dick syndrome. <laughs> yes, is that is that a, is that? A I don't know. Di- that's, that's your world, man. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, <laughs> my, that's not my. Did world. you buy a new cat? <laughs> did you Did you watch the sunrise? Yes, tequila sunrise. Um, yeah. Uh, what What the best way to get over someone is get under someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so. that may be great advice couple months in but i th- no i think right away <laughs> right away the cereal just, aisle just, is not just, your fan. just get after you it know? right away yeah but no how 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 do you go about that do you instantly get on a dating app do you instantly go out to the bars do you instantly go to the clubs do you go like you know a lot of my friends it's so funny because of where we lived a lot of women would be like i'm going to the home depot i'm like what are you building You're like I'm building something in aisle three. I'm like, well, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. That's where all the wood is in the man hangout. The so wood, the mint, the wood in aisle three. The wood is, wood in is in <laughs> aisle three. Damn. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to Lowe's. I need to fix this. I'm like, do you ha- how no. do I do this? Do you know how Help to change me. a light bulb? No, but I'm going to learn. <laughs> so, or the other one was sporting events like the Nuggets or the Avalanche or this. And it was a big like, oh, we're going to go out because that's God, where boys hang out. That's out. That's where the boys hang out. So I think, I honestly think when I was first out, like when I, I'd say, I don't know. But if you're going to get after it, yeah, you can't, it's just a workout. But how do you know you want to get after it? Like when you're a, so depressed and you're not, so this and. Let's say you're out there and get after it. You, you got to remember, and a lot of these guys on this Facebook group, like fall in love with the first woman. They oh yeah. After women too. Divorce. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. man, that's th- 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 that happening or like nil. 
That's an no. I, I don't want to be lonely relationship. Yeah. 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 Do you do you think of did you do that? No, of course not. <laughs> Hell no. I can't tell your facial expressions sometimes. Hell no. Are you being so I never, ever, 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 never, ever, 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 ever done that. No, never. Through relationships? <laughs> hard holding on to, there's nothing left? Yeah, it was kind of hard. Beating a dead horse? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but beating. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, you go into it and you, you're lonely. Yeah. You know, you're lonely. You want to be not loved. You want to be wanted. Yeah, exactly. And so that wanted turns into love. And once again, sex to women is love. Sex to men is peeing in the bushes. Yeah. And the other thing too, like right out of it, like, so right out, like you are so angry. You are so angry that it's revenge. It's like, oh, look at me. I'm this. I can do this. I can get any guy I want. I just say this or we know the game. Sometimes we just you guys have control, control. We just don't know our power in that game until, especially being married forever. You just, yeah. you just, it's because you've been diluted. It's mundane. It's you're, like you're diluted. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> concentrates best. <laughs> I'm free. I'm concentrated. I'm concentrated. No, like you, it's, it really is a game. Like I can remember going out with friends and like sitting and like literally timing how long before this guy walks over. Oh yeah. Or how long before coming. we get our first drink? Or right. how long before we get a round of drinks? How long before they're like, and that's not let's fair. go to the next place? That's not fair. It I, should be even all the way around, but it's not. It's and not you know fair. what? When I was dating, I told you when I was dating and had nothing, I still was offering to pay. Like, I'm going to pay my way because I don't need anybody now. I don't need you to like buy me one French fry. Or, I don't need you to buy me free water. Or even have expectations. Yes, yeah. nothing. And I... I am such a lover giver. I'm, I mean, I can only say to what my perception of myself is. Yeah. Is that's the best. I'm kind. Like, I literally don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So, dating and saying, like, sorry was my alter ego. I was like, fuck you. I'm a bitch today because I'm playing. Because I'm telling you, the iTunes Cause you, scams cause you will make wanna, you cynical. Because <laughs> you didn't want to waste time either. Yeah, no. Yeah. And it wasn't like I needed to have a relationship. I wanted to have someone to do stuff with. But it's, but it's almost a validation of yourself. Yeah. You know, especially if you have a loveless, sexless marriage. It's like, wow. It's definitely the how many numbers did you get? <laughs> or uh, digits. Or did they get your snap? I didn't even know what snap was when I first. Like, I knew how to work a filter, but I, I didn't know that people. Get you, your snap? No, I kept my clothes on. <laughs> I I can't see the snap because my eyes are going. Um, No, like that was one of the big things. Do you have a different way of speaking or there's another app or there's a this? I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Why can't I just text you? Oh, wait, I don't want to give you my number. But here's my fake number because I'm like, oh, what? So did you have a fake number? I did. Eventually I learned. Well, we don't want to have the stalking incidences. Phone numbers like a big, it's like your social security number. Now they have your Mm. phone number. You either have to block them and that's a lot of work. Block, block. Block, block. Yeah. <laughs> and now, Two like, seconds. you know, and now they either, you, it was really a, definitely a learning curve of what you can tell people right away. Like, you can't say, I worked at this school and this place and I'm, this is what I do. And, da, 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 da. and, you know, it's like when you're trying to tell your kids to be safe on the internet, it is how you literally have to live your life now. So you have to be guarded when you're starting to date. With the advice of people who've never been divorced or going through it and are mad or pissed off or, like I said, cynical or revengeful. And you're like, I just want to be nice and have some, it's just want to like, have a Reuben and some fries. It's almost and- like they're projecting their 
displeasure on you. Yeah. And be, if you are as miserable as them, they're validated in their misery, if that makes sense. That's definitely a hater. Yeah. And, you know, one of the biggest things I learned from people who gave me advice was they weren't really in my corner. They weren't really the people that I needed in my corner, especially at that moment. Because if you truly knew me, like, because I, you know, I said I had a falling out with my best friend. If you truly knew me, I'm the kind of girl, okay, I find this out. I got one or two days where I'm just going to cry it out, do this, blah, blah, blah. Day three, what what are we doing? Like, are we still going out Thursday night? Because I'm sad. But we had plans and I don't want to upset you because I can't go because we had plans or, you know, making the everybody around me not feel my pain because I don't want to burden you with my issue. But if I call, I hope you're there. So let's reverse engineer this. Okay. What can a divorce person tell the person who's married, who's not happy? Communicate. All right. Seriously, like... Yeah. We were talking about we're the not, podcast. We're not saying get divorced. Yeah, but no, you communicate. no, no, no. Because it may be okay. This is how I relate it. You're not happy in your marriage. Women have these things called dreams, and sometimes in this dream, your spouse has cheated on you. Your person has cheated on you. You wake up and you're pissed off. But you don't know why you're really pissed off because you know it's just a dream. And if you say something to it, then you're going to actually start a fight. And you don't really want to start a fight, but then you walk around miserable. Well, we don't want your real life to be you're miserable because you think something's up. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then you communicate. So if you say, hey, you know what? I had a dream last night that you cheated on me. And it's like a little like upsetting. And I know you didn't. And if you did, like, please talk to me about it. And but he's like, like. And he's just like, what? You're mad at me for a dream you had? It's like, well, subconsciously, it probably has to do with the, you know, the pickles and shit I ate last night because it upset my stomach and now I'm thinking like because we worry about everything and all these different things that you know we have 900 conversations going on at once yep. in our head wow imagine in- that <laughs> sorry Lance <laughs> more like 1100 I- 900 my ass 1100 oh, we were watching the um- I call that no win situation <laughs> We were watching that, the Boba Fett um, stuff, mm-hmm. the series, yeah. and we were watching that, and he hasn't seen it, and I haven't seen it, and I literally, like, four seconds in, I had seven questions. He's like, I don't know. So I turned to him and go, I'm so sorry, and he's like, what? I go, if I were dating me, I'd be annoyed. <laughs> Did you do Mandalorian? Yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. Okay. So just well, we, we watched. And then it's like, you get good and then there's no more episode. And we're like, what the hell? I need another episode. Every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. I know. So, yeah. I, <laughs> we Damn. have a thousand bazillion thoughts in our heads. And so that dream now made us think that you're having an affair. Even if you're not, just talk about it. <laughs> like, it's proverbially, if you're unhappy and you're having a dream or you're having a thought. There's a reason why. St- Speak it out because something is telling you that something's off. And it might just be like, again, you had a pickle too late or you had ice cream and it doesn't agree with you. But you open up that form of communication though. Yeah. And if you, and I always say on my, on the divorce uh, group that I'm in, we were to talk, we were talking about Tinder Schwindler or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, If you can't communicate all the stuff, the uncomfortable stuff, the daily stuff, the hard stuff, the, you know, you know, my belly hurts does not mean my belly hurts. It means I'm either have diarrhea or cramp cramps. If you can't talk about that stuff, you really can't talk about anything. Right? Yeah. Great. You're welcome. This yes. is a girl podcast too. Yeah. No, this, Diva this is Devil. the girl 
Diva Devil. This is the girl podcast. <laughs> I bring out the She's stuff. Talking talk, talk about guys farting. Nope. Women having cramps. Yeah. Yes. So like if you can't talk about that stuff, if he can't go to the store and buy you tampons because you're just having cramps, then you need to talk about this. I need you to do this for me. Because he, men definitely cannot read minds. I mean, we're ladies. We are evolving. We might be able to a little bit soon. Uh, you know, what my dad told me right. What? And, and my dad was a DO back in the seventies. Yeah. He said, "Never trust something that can bleed for six, seven days and not die." Yeah. Yep. I mean, I should listen to my dad. My dad was smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. <laughs> listen. Never trust. I don't even know what I want to say, Dad. I know. <laughs> what He's, the hell? I know. <laughs> it, was, it was poignant. Without it? that, y'all yes. wouldn't be here. So, yeah. Dad, Yeah. I guess he ain't wrong. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Especially when she's going through that. Then It's like run. 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 <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think some of the advice that... What was the best advice you were ever given? Hmm. Let's start with the worst. Okay, well, that's the worst. Worst, worst comes to okay. head. Um, Good news, bad news. One guy told me, this is a friend of a lawyer of mine, one guy told me, uh, it'll be okay, just take her out to dinner and spoil her and do this, that, and the other. I said, no, we're kind of past that The right ex-wife? Now. Yeah. Oh. Well. The soon-to-be. Soon-to-be ex-wife. Yeah. Take her out and spoil her and light candles. I'm like, seriously? No. So, yeah, so kind of a seance, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Troy upside down. Yeah. Yeah. No, chicken bones. <laughs> Boys? No. That's not it, guys. Um, guys know. And so one more was um um David to be okay. Just weather the storm. Okay. I think one of the ones we yeah. talk about all the time too is stay for the kids. Yeah. Oh that, God. Yeah. And that's yeah. like the, that's the most, I think given like you got to stick it out for the kids, try to make it work for the kids. But guess what? The kids don't want you to make it work out because mm-hmm. all that fighting and all that chaos, They're they are, they are, um, what's it called? Um, um, embodying it like, but like it's, it's binding to them. Yeah. So we don't, we don't want to do that to them. We don't want to give them our shit. I wanted to give my kids that, you know, yes, I was married, happily married. And yes, I have a beautiful family and yes, I did things and yes, I had things and da, 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 da. But when it really comes down to the brass tacks, happiness oh, yeah, happy. is what makes your heart and soul sing. And your kids need to see you, see you happy. Yeah. They know when you're not happy. Like, yeah. I th- I think one of the biggest things was my daughter would say, like, you don't sing or dance in the kitchen anymore. You don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, like, when you're in the car, you're silent. Because my brain was just going. And, like, I'm definitely, like, I don't know, the great, I am definitely Whitney Houston in the car when I'm singing by myself. Okay. When people can, when people in the car, they would probably prefer me not to sing, but. <laughs> I lost that. I lost the joy of like, oh. and I used to, and I loved dancing. Like I loved going out, not just to the club, but I danced my whole life growing up. And I lost that happiness just to not give a fuck, basically. Yeah. Dance like no one's watching, sing in the car, you know, like one of the big things I loved doing, just taking a ride to the beach. Like that was just, didn't have to do anything. Just go sit, listen to the ocean. I stopped doing that. It's almost like you're better, happier part 
and miserable together. Yeah. Yep. And looking into like, you know, I just lost my niece. Um, didn't get to go to her service. It was canceled because of the snowstorm that was in Boston. So they're going to postpone it till summer, mm-hmm. you know? So that hitting me the way it hit me and my ex being such a big part of her life, I had to sit back for a second. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to him and be like, you know what? She loved you an uncle. When she came, like he took her, like she wanted to drive the tractor. He's driving the tractor. Like with all my nieces and nephew, who's very good with them. And I said, you know, when I, when I found out, you know, of course I called Lance and I told Lance and my kids and all that. And then I was like, you know what? Let me call him. Let me mm-hmm. just let him know what happened. And especially if they had a relationship together. Yeah. And yeah. again, all my nieces and nephews love him. They, he's was a big part of their lives and, you know, they, they would come stay with us and, for a second, I was like, you know what? Divorced, he would have been there. For, like, not divorced. He would have been part of it. We would have been up there together, blah, blah, blah. But I also know what I need now from a partner and what I thought I needed from a partner is so different. And it was, he's definitely that um, words of affirmation, gift mm-hmm. giver. You know, he would have been like, I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And that's how he showed affection of that, where Mine is, I just need to be with my family. I just needed to be there. And I didn't need this showboat of like, well, let me pay for this or let me do that, or, you know. And his response to it was like, it hits you different when you're not in the family, but knowing that you'll always be part of the family. Because regardless, he's still my nieces and nephews' uncle. That's all they know. You know, I hope that they, you know, embrace Lance, you know, stuff like that. And, but they're growing up with him. And it, I think for a moment I had that sadness where like, it's different, but I'm in such a different place grieving where I think I was a big support for my brother. Thanks to my divorce, because I'm able to be not sad because I'm divorced, not yep. sad because of this, but I'm sad because my niece is gone and my brother has to bury his niece, his daughter. And wow. you know, my niece has no longer has her sister. And then my children have lost a cousin and like all these things. And I was able to see the bigger picture. And I don't think when I was going through it, I would have been any support for anybody. And so through it, I've learned that like my purpose may be to heal in different, different aspects of it. And, you know, or heal others, help others heal. And I, and I recently said like, I think I, yes, I'm a nurse, but I think I have a greater purpose. I think I have, whether I don't have a psychology degree, but I've seen a lot of things that I think I've came out, I came out on the, the a good side of it. Like I've, you know, I, a lot of things could have knocked me down or mm-hmm. caused me to, you know, go down the drug path or caused me to do this path or be depressed or do that or, you know, still be mourning. I know friends who lost children 20 years ago and they still mourn every day like it was happened yesterday. And they haven't been able to move past their grief. And I'm not telling you to move on, but there's such a wonderful life out here that you have to live for that person that's gone. And you have, and that goes with divorce. The person's gone. That person has gone from your life and now there's a new life. And the sun is brighter. The clouds are fluffier. The sky is bluer. Like, because I'm in a happy place. It's almost like you have to, um, I was talking to one guy and we're talking about, um, Find your happy, accept your happy, and then do your happy. But do you, uh, this is one of my questions. How do you know what your happy is if you haven't really felt your happy? Like mine apparently is dancing and singing and not giving care who's in the world. Like making a fool of myself and not caring. 
But but you're able to do different things because that person isn't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But my daughter was the one who was like, you know, you don't laugh anymore. You don't do yeah. this. Or when you joke, you walk on eggshells. Yeah. yeah. I think you gravitate to what you want to do after you're not. Because because in, in some marriages, other marriages, of course, mm-hmm. uh, people aren't allowed to do things. Yeah. 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 So, well, mine was let's do all this stuff and show everybody how great and wonderful and happy we are. Yeah. But. In home was just like walking on eggshells. You don't want to it was make a someone, facade. yeah, the ultimate facade. <laughs> facade yeah. yeah, you don't want to make someone upset, so then they start yelling or this one that, and then you're the one apologizing and you didn't do anything, and you're so a lot of those cycles become you know your routine, and until it breaks a little, you don't really see it. And sometimes I think some of the best advice, some of the best advice I got was, I don't know what I know what you're going through. I've been through a divorce. I don't know your situation, but I can be here if you need it. Ask for help. Mm. That was the best one. Like, I can't help you if you don't ask me. And I don't know exactly what you're going through at this time. And like my, you know, one of my really good friends, she had gone through a divorce and, you know, a lot of people didn't know. She goes, I'm a, I'm a shutter down or two. I shut down. I don't want your help because I don't want your pity. And I don't want you to be sad for me. So then now someone, two people are sad instead of just one. Um, I don't know what you need, when you're going to need it. I don't care what time of the day it is, but if you need me, I'm here. I'm not going to give you any advice. I'm not going to tell you what worked for me because it's a different situation, different people involved. And I was, that was the most profound and we're still really great friends. Like she's my, one of my best friends. Um, I didn't know. I I didn't even know I needed a friend like that. Cause like my best friend that I lost, she needed me constantly in her view or she was falling apart. The kids weren't getting fed. The house wasn't getting clean. Nothing was happening. I kind of had to give her structure to get her through her day where I'm like, I got it. I'm good. Like relax. Like I I don't need it. Let me do my thing. But then if I do need a little help, I hope you're there to help me. Cause there's a lot. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of people who are very needy when they are sad and, Oh yeah. You know, and sometimes I'm, I actually say to Lance, I'm like, I don't know why I'm sad. I'm just going to sit here and be sad and I might cry and I don't know why I'm going to cry. Cause I just cry for any reason. Anyway, I actually think I've gotten better at less crying, especially on the podcast. I think you have. Oh yeah. And am I boring you? No, you're not. <laughs> it's, it's been a long day. It's no. been a long oh, week. Oh man. But yeah, so um, that was the best advice I got. What was the worst advice you got? uh, uh, There's these places um, that you can go. (laughs) 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 And um, I'm not saying it's a sex ranch, but it might be a sex ranch. (laughs) And there might be some sex stuff happening. Go go to the sex ranch. (laughs) That's what what, what advice. What advice? Hey. Hey, I'm just hanging out today. You want to go so, to the sex ranch? Yeah. yeah. That's probably some of the the worst <laughs> advice I've ever gotten. So nothing like bed on black. It was the sex ranch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll find what you like and what you don't like, like. and see things that you're at. What? What the hell is that? But yeah, so there's that's some of the worst advice. Oh, and some of the worst advice is um, date multiple people in one day. Cause you're like one time I was, <laughs> my girlfriend had a date and she's like, could you just come and be like my wing? And then as soon as he gets there and realize he's not a stalker or whatever. And then like, you know, I'll go home. I'm like, okay, well I decided I was going to text 
one person that I had like talked a couple times to. And it's like, hey, we're going to the view house. Well, my brain, I texted him earlier in the day. And then my other brain was, I texted someone else and oh, didn't geez. realize I texted two people. Two people that, came that, to the view house? Well, one was on his way and one showed up. So oh. I had to text the other one and say, oh, we're leaving. I got to go. Because I would have had two people. <laughs> That's not bad advice. No, 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 no. That's that. something else. Make sure you have them completely identified in your phone because Joe from Bumble and Joe from, I don't know, Luxie are two different Joes. But hey, closing words, advice to people giving advice and advice to people Filter the advice. advice. I think you need to filter the advice. As in terms of- You listen. Okay. You're my friend. I'm your friend. I want to help you not be sad. I'm going to give you all the advice I have that I think you need to hear. Maybe 1% of what I say is going to come in and stick. I hope the best advice that you get is the one that helps you the most. You have so to- So I hope that the- yeah. The one receiving advice has the gumption to say, hey, that's enough. Uh, you gave me enough. I'm going to contemplate what you told me. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm the worst because I will let you talk and talk and interrupt you seven times, but let you talk, let you talk, let you talk, let you talk. And then I'll be like, what did they say? Oh my God, I forgot what they said. They might have said something good. Yeah. I think I just need to record all my conversations with people just so I can go back and listen because I forget. Especially since COVID. I got that COVID fog okay. brain thing. Big question. Yeah. And I asked you this before. Can a counselor who's never been divorced be a divorce counselor? I had said no, but I think they're educated enough to know all the different. They may know different things about, you know, they've heard a bazillion things about divorce. I think if they've been around a long time. Yeah. If they are yeah. divorced counselor absolutely <laughs> are you a divorce counselor thank you i mean if they're working at the mental institution you know down the street and that's all they do like i may not want them to know about my ex oh. or you may not want them to know about your ex or you know so i married a, what is that movie with michael um what's his name michael myers i married an ex murderer that one what's that, that one? one yeah i don't know so i, I married yeah could be that if yeah. that's what she's dealing with, then she's going to divorce. Like, she may not be the one you want. I think the Divorce Devil podcast, I think that's the name of it. Those those people are really awesome. They are really helpful. They really I heard have a helped. whole lot about those Divorce Devil people. I mean, the the chick on there, she's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, the guy's okay, but that chick. <laughs> I mean, unless she lets him. I hear she's from Jersey. Yeah, I hear yeah. she does not let him talk very much. Yeah, yeah she takes control. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I am not controlling it. <laughs> Fix this I think she me. lies a lot, too. I think she lies a lot too. <laughs> Me never. I, here's the thing: I can't lie because I don't have the face for that. Because I'm just like, <laughs> like Logan and I try to play tricks on Lance, and we can't because we're giggling yeah. the whole time. So, but yeah, I I think I. What, wipe... what happens when you have a tequila sunrise and the sunrise? <laughs> Friends, ladies, yes, ladies, do uh, not send tequila sunrises to men, especially if we don't want unsolicited dick pics. We can't like. Just it's got to be equal. A, if if you're sending them, then we should be able to send ours. And I don't know. No one's. Everybody stop. Mm. Unless you're like a fashion model for porn, stop it. No exchanging uh, pics. No, especially without a hi or a hey, how you doing? You want to see my penis? I mean, I think that that's a that's oh, an icebreaker. Oh, okay. There's got to be an so, icebreaker. So, I can't hey, just how be like you doing. 
Just my penis. It can't be hey beautiful. So want to be my sugar baby. So when they send these pictures, do they say here's Here, my penis? Here's my penis, or they just send it to you? They just send it. <laughs> no. So like you know, here's me. Here's social media of me. I'm like oh puppies, oh horoscopes, divorce stuff, this kids doing stupid shit, wipe out. And then if I were to go in my DMs and there was a fucking dick. Seriously, if there was a dick in there, that has ruined the puppies for me, has ruined Wipeout for me, that has ruined all this stuff. Now I gotta be like, why are you such a fucking asshole? Now I have to literally block you, and that takes like no five seconds, but I have to block you and be like, what the hell? And then do I make a public service announcement? Like, dudes, stop. No one wants to see it. No more dick. Girls really want to like find out for themselves, I honestly think. I mean, unless you're packing like. But our guys being proactive say, hey, no. I'm still wondering. Who no. Bam. If you send unsolicited dick pics to my friends, okay, I can only speak for my friends and my tribe. They already think you're a fucking piece of shit narcissist. My word is tool. You ain't getting another talk. And if they do, they're messing with you. They're messing with you. They're leading you on because you're such an idiot for sending that. I'm sorry. And this may be our generation but Xers, really but that? how do you really feel? Don't, I'm telling don't hold you, back. like it really, it really makes me mad. I know it does. It really does. Like I might be <laughs> eating my no Cheerios, and then like, oh, let me go check. I got three messages. One's from Peggy, usually. One's from my daughter, usually. And then if there's some random penis in my, I'm eating my Cheerios. I'm pissed off now because my Cheerios are spoiled. She wants no penis with her Cheerios. No. No. I mean, after babe. Yeah. All right, everybody. Um, we just talked about advice, um, advice and giving and getting. Yeah. So, you know what would be cool? If you're going through a divorce at the same time as your best friend. Like me and Peggy were. Were you at the same time? Mm-hmm. Oh. It was literally like a month apart. So, were you able to bounce things off each other? Yeah. And then our exes didn't like how much we hung out. So, they told us we weren't allowed to talk. And then we're like, fuck that bullshit. They ain't controlling us anymore. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, everybody. Tell me how you feel. Damn. Damn. That's interesting. Boys think they can control girls. Here's the thing, men. If we pick you, we chose you. What about some of the women that control men? Wait a minute. No, no. I can only speak for women. All right. Okay. I feel like now, since I'm divorced, if I choose you and you're my person and I want you, Stop playing stupid games. Like I, we were listening to this thing today. Is Emma? Is my wife? Is she okay? So my wife's going to get massages every week or every two weeks to this place. Is that considered cheating? Y'all need to stop being insecure that your wife's massages are what she likes and enjoys are cheating. Do better, boys. Do better. Massage better. Learn to massage. Well, women should have quit, quit cheating. Going I'm, to and no, I'm sure if she's going to the massage, her honey ain't massage. doing it. Massage. massage. He's not doing it right. Right? That's why you got to read Karma Sutra. Karma Sutra. <laughs> I mean, there's pressure points and stuff like that, right? Karma Sutra. Karma Sutra. Thanks, Dawson. Not to be confused with bad karma. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So, no, like, yeah. I, I don't know. But, boys, so basically stop with the dick pics. Get some security about yourself. If the woman's with you, she doesn't need you. She wants you and she's choosing to be with you. If that's your thing and you had a dream that she was cheating, communicate. Don't cheat. Don't cheat. All right, everybody. Have a nice night. Don't cheat. Oh, next week's Valentine's Day too. So we're going to celebrate your 61 and we're 
Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. When is Valentine's Day? The 14th of February every fucking year, David. Oh, but it's the... On a Monday. It's, it's the Monday after the podcast. Monday after. So we'll pretend. Yeah. All right. I like chocolate-covered strawberries and kishi. All right. All right. And Dutch Bros. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Have a nice day. Bye.